Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. All right. I'm going to spend some time right now. Those of you who do not like LeBron James, this might be a time for you to go get you some popcorn or go go to the store, maybe pick up your children, turn the radio off because I'm about to have LeBron James uh, celebration moment. And you know what? Stay tuned because this is not about LeBron James being the greatest in history. Uh, This week, I'm actually going to be launching uh, a Pass the Baton series of my global majority. And I've been spending the last couple of months like sitting and agonizing over... You know, we have five people, our top five. How do we pass the baton from one to the other? So I passed the baton from the first man, Earl Lloyd, to ever play in the NBA, passed that off to Bill Russell, who was the first man to actually coach and play championship pass that off to Magic Johnson. Why? Because he revolutionized what it meant to be a point guard um, in the league and also off the court. So there's also an off the court component because Bill Russell was also deep in the civil rights movement and doing other things off the court. Magic Johnson, any place that you live in this country, Magic Johnson has a theater and he's done some things off the court that I think have been amazing. In addition to everything he's had in terms of a health uh, challenge to win and go on to me to be a blueprint of that gave us Jalen Rose and even a LeBron James type, you know, somebody at six nine, six ten, who was specifically someone who passed the ball. That baton was passed to MJ Michael Jordan, who is to me the greatest basketball player physically of all time. And I, I settled, I, I struggled with this. Should we pass it to Kobe, who was literally a blueprint? Of Michael Jordan, does that baton get passed to Kobe? And I said, no, it gets passed to LeBron because LeBron is going to, and this was three months ago, going to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. And I believe no one's going to be able to catch him in our lifetime. And he did that last night in the third quarter of the game on the Lakers court with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in attendance. It was a chill because when he dropped the 28th point I think it was the 28th point is what he needed when he dropped that that basket which was a fadeaway boom it hit they stopped the game his mama his wife his three children came onto the court Maverick was there Rich Paul was there the court was flooded Adam Silver LeBron thanked everybody it was a beautiful moment because it's history and anybody that could be mad about history being made y'all are living in history, you are living, witnessing, and witness. Come on through. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm struggling right now with Phil Knight at Nike, but the the black folk that make the creatives at Nike, the people that make those commercials, those black people, brought the pastor in. They got a Nike commercial that is fire, celebrating this surpassing of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Which again, this won't be broken in our lifetime. Okay, um, and let me just put it in perspective. LeBron James did it in 150 fewer games. They don't even play. They play like 82 games a season. So he did it in a season and a half almost. Yes, almost a season and three quarters, shorter period of time than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it. He's the youngest player to reach every milestone. Youngest player to reach 1,000 points. Youngest player to reach 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. He's the youngest at every benchmark. And he scored at least 10 points in 1,100 consecutive games. That's the longest streak in the history of the NBA. You have to put these things in perspective. He's the oldest player to average 30 points a game. He's probably going to break that record this year. And I'm going to go through, like, who could catch him? Who's still playing? 
because, but they won't because he's still playing and he's averaging almost 30 points a game. So by the end of the season, he might be at 40,000 and then he's playing again next season. Right. And he doesn't seem to be slowing down. Like if he never took another shot, I don't think he would be caught, but I think he's going to exceed 40,000. And here's why LeBron James is a, a video of him talking with his sons. I think yesterday about, breaking this record. And he said, okay, so that means I have to score eight points. Like he went through it. I have to score eight points a quarter. This is a man that has a notepad somewhere with goals on it. This is a man that wears bracelets on his arms, uh, on his arm. And, and they basically like, don't ever, don't ever embarrass my mother. Don't ever embarrass my wife. Like he reminds himself every day that he doesn't want to be an embarrassment to his family or community. That's a reminder. He wears that on his arm. He's a man that came from some really difficult, uh, back, you know, very difficult background with his mom, not really knowing whether she's going to come home, you know, not really having enough to eat to, to become this man who understands not just the importance of being a good father. You know, you see him with his children. He's, he's playing in the NBA and he's on the sidelines at his son's games. You see him with his little girl. You see him with his wife. He is setting the blueprint. And I don't know the intricacies of their relationship, but I know publicly this man is saying, I am going to honor this relationship in the way that maybe I didn't even know how to do, but I'm figuring this out. One of the first things he did when he got into the league was set up a meeting with Warren Buffett. Why? Because he wants to be the first billionaire player. That's a goal. He's got a, he got, he's got that written down somewhere. I want to be the first billionaire. Why? Because it's a, it's a, a milestone that is achievable, but he needed to know how to do it. So he met with Warren Buffett. Okay, how do I do this? And he's well on his way. He has on his board somewhere. He wants to play with one of his sons. I'm sure he's going to be playing with Bronny in a couple. He's staying healthy to, to play. And, and for him, reaching these milestones is not, you know, and there's a lot of haterade out there. And I don't really understand it because all he, all he does is, all, all he is is great. There was a time where we could celebrate greatness, right? Instead of all of this versus stuff that we got, we got like a very versus mentality. Like we can't appreciate somebody because they're, they're not wearing the colors that we like. Oh, we didn't like the decision. We didn't like him going to play in Miami. We didn't like, but did you like him coming back home? You burnt his Jersey and, and, and called him trash. But when he came home, you were the same people cheering when he won a championship and then built a school and then came back home and then built, built something for the parents of the students in his school and then built a whole roadmap and a whole town around empowering the kids that didn't have the opportunities that he didn't have as well <laughs> growing up and wanting to make sure that he changed that and made a difference. I don't know how you cannot like LeBron James and you, you know, you could call him a flopper or whatever, but try to stop him as that young man did who I'm not even going to mention his name because I think it's unfair that you'll be the person um, that will be posterized forever for uh, having LeBron score uh, the, the record amount of points that, that put him in the record books. But I'm not even, you know, I feel like he's going to definitely exceed 40,000 beyond that. And so let me just put in perspective um, this. And and for the record, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't really happy. He he put on a smile last night, but he wasn't feeling this. He wasn't feeling this at all. Uh, 
because <laughs> he thought he's seven. He's he's seventy years old. He thought you know this record would never be caught. Most people thought it would never be caught, uh, but there it is. There it is. Um, and I'm so so proud. It couldn't happen to a better person. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you, I was never at the beginning a LeBron fan because I always thought that he passed the ball in too many situations, too many clutch situations. I always was like, why are you giving the ball to, uh, you know, whomever <laughs> I always bring up, you know, different people, but I won't do that today. But yeah, why, why is that person getting the ball? <laughs> Take the shot. But I've, I've grown to appreciate, and I think we should all, you know, especially as, as we, you know, mature in our community and understand that we need more LeBron Jameses out there who is not just taking, uh, shutting up and dribbling. He's one of the first to to have all of his teammates put on uh, a hoodie after Trayvon Martin was murdered. Uh, he put on an I Can't Breathe shirt after Eric Gardner's video of him being choked to death came out. He has been at the forefront of talking about social justice issues you will see him on at courtside at WNBA games. He's supportive of all of the all of the ways in which basketball can magnify and improve people's lives. But what he has done in his community is un, unmatched, and I think that that alone. So this scoring record, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, is that has been on the books for forty years. Thirty-eight thousand three hundred and eighty-eight points is what he broke last night. So. I love it. Absolutely. All right. So who's in, in line to uh, catch him? Carmelo Anthony is right there. 28,289 points. But is Carmelo even playing anymore? Does he have a team? He would have to average 30 points a game for the next 10,000 games. It's a 1,000 games. I, I don't think he has enough playing time ahead of him to catch LeBron. And LeBron's still playing. The next person that's in line to catch LeBron is Kevin Durant, who has 26,684 uh, points. He right now is averaging 28 points a season, um, but he would have to average more than 30 points a game over the next 400 games. So that would actually be what Carmelo would have to do as well, somewhere in there about 30, 30 points, 28 points a game over the next 400. He would have to average 30 points a game over 400 games. Uh, so that how many seasons is that? 400 divided by 82, somebody really quickly, that's at least uh, five seasons, almost. Five seasons, four four seasons and change. And Durant is always injured, and LeBron is still playing. James Harden has 24,000 points. It would take him averaging, and he's averaging less than 25 points a game. I don't think he's catching them either. So uh, I don't see anybody. Steph Curry, y'all said Steph Curry. Steph Curry's injured. He's out indefinitely, and he's averaging 24.5 points, uh, almost 25 points a, a game this season. He has 21,000. He is 17,000 points away, so it'll take him another five. And they're all in the same similar age range, so you know it's like a couple of years, three, four years separating them, and they don't have, I think, three or four seasons to catch up. When Kareem scored that, that I actually was alive for, for him, scoring becoming a score league, scoring leader i was like man i remember that because it was a big deal i was what 13 14 15 years old when he did that 40 years ago yes and it was a big deal but he was on the end of his career as lebron is but lebron's playing kareem needed magic you know what i'm saying like i remember kareem was like mm, 
I'm dragging my ass up and down this court, but it is difficult. And here's a sky hook for you. Sky hook for you is all I can do right now. Sky hook this, sky hook. Yeah, here. Whew. All right. Uh, coach, let me, I need to, mm, whew, holding his back. Uh, yeah, it was, it was rough to watch. That said, uh, Russell Westbrook has 24,000. I guess maybe he, he can't catch him because he's, no, I don't think so. So, so those are the people, the people who could catch him, Carmelo, not Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Y'all think that? Nope. Stephon, Stephen Curry, DeMar DeRozan, uh, is next in line with 21,000. LaMarcus Aldridge, is he still in the league? Joe Johnson, is he still in the league? Dwight Howard, definitely is not in the league. He's got 18, 19,000 points. I didn't even know he had that many. Dame Lillard, 18,000. That's still, that's like 22,000 points away. <laughs> you, he would have to score like double what he's already scored and then some over how many, I don't think he has that in him. Paul George has 15,000 points. Uh, Giannis Attentacupo, 15,000. I don't think he could catch him either. Uh, and Anthony Davis, uh, who we call street clothes is, uh, rounding out the top 20 and right behind him is Kyrie Irving. So those are the potential people who are still playing. And I guess they're people that aren't born yet or people in high school, but LeBron James, what he did was incredible. And I think it is worthy of the time that I spent. All right. Um, before I bring in our guests, let me just take uh, will and DMV in the DMV in the DMV area. Hi. Well, hey, how you doing? sis? How you doing? I'm good, bro. What's going on? Okay. I just want to say one brief thing. Michael Jordan is my guy. Grew okay. up and cried when they lost. Screams when they won. Kobe Bryant gets the short end of the stick because had he not got that rape charge, he was the next face of the NBA. So he would have been promoted to where he was that torchbearer next, and then it yes. would have been LeBron. True. So I just wanted to say that and give all of them their props because I don't argue yeah. with my son and his friends about who was the greatest yeah. to them because we, we're not going to see eye to eye at no time. Facts. And let me, let me just be clear. My past the baton has nothing to do with who's the greatest. It has everything to do with legacy. It has everything to do with breaking molds and setting, setting new boundaries. It's on and off the court, and it's a celebration of all, right? And when I think about the baton, there are many, many offshoots on a baton that other people are grabbing. So when I think Jordan, I absolutely think Kobe, and I think you're absolutely correct about that. Um, but if ifs and nuts were candy, uh, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Or as my daddy would say, uh, <laughs> if if a buzzard had a music box in his booty, there'd be music all over the world. That was what my father would say in terms of if. It didn't happen. I appreciate it, though. And this is not for me. I think we do too much with the battle stuff. That's something that's been indoctrinated into us. We could celebrate all things and then still talk about legacy uh, in terms of how people have impacted the community, which I think is the most important thing. But, Will, God bless you. Thank you for calling. We're going to uh, go to Derek in Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Yes, it. Hey, Karen. Hey. Derek, come Karen. on through. Hey, how's yes. it going, Karen? Good, good. Yeah, Live show. Got... Yeah, I know. I know. My fault. Um, yeah, I just got a little discrepancy with something you said as far as nobody being able to pass LeBron in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, let me start by saying, let's remember Kareem got all his points without making one three-pointer. The three-pointer changes the game. Steph yeah. Curry, if, yes. given, if given 20 years, will pass LeBron. Uh, okay, wait. Steph Curry right now is out indefinitely and has shaky ankles. 
20 years, Steph Curry, how old is Steph Curry? So, like, th- things got to make sense, and I love that you love Steph Curry. He's 34 years old, so you saying Steph Curry's going to play until he's 54? No, I'm talking about in total. He's not – how many years is Steph Curry? He, he will be 35 – wait, hold on. Steph Curry's going to be 35 in March. LeBron is 38, and y'all already putting him out the pasture. And Steph Curry is injured out indefinitely this year, not even averaging as much as LeBron, who's still playing. And he's 15,000 points behind him, which is at least four seasons. So let's give him four seasons. If LeBron doesn't score another basket four seasons from now, Steph Curry would be 38 years old, the same age as LeBron, and he would have to average 30 points a game every single season for the next four seasons. You believe that that can happen, Derek? No, if, if well, how, my point is, if, if given the same amount of time. But he's not giving us a, he, 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 no, come on, let's stop being emotional about this. Let's just put, I said something that I stand by. I don't think we're going to see anyone reach, and LeBron's going to get 40,000 points because he knows that that's almost untouchable. I'm not saying it's ever not going to be reached because it will be reached. I just don't think you're going to see it, and I'm going to see it. Maybe 100 years from now, there's going to be somebody that's going to come in and drop 50 points a game if there is still a world, and they're going to come in at 16 (laughs) and play for 20 years. But that's like... No injuries, no issues, no pandemic. Like, the, all of these things have to come into play, and it has to be a perfect situation. I'm just saying, let's get this man his flowers and stop being emotional about it. Listen, Wardell Curry II is an amazing human being, but if we're going to go there, I would say Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf could have been way better had he not had his career upended by the NBA. But, like, this is not a discussion about that. This is about somebody that's great. Can we sit in greatness for a minute? Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.